Hey everyone, welcome back to ELI5, the weekly podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that is easy to understand. We are your hosts. I'm Tim. Hey, I'm Kevin. So, Kevin, today's topic is about screaming. Mm, what about screaming? Well, the question is, why does screaming relieve physical pain? Or at least give you the perception that you're relieving uh, physical pain. Right, right. Versus being scared or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, the theory here is that um, the part of the brain used for pain and the part of the brain we use for talking uh, kind of overlap a little bit. Um, so, we can't really use both at the same time, if you know what I mean. The brain is really interesting, but sometimes it kind of sucks at multitasking. Mm. So we're able to use one part or the other, but not at the same time. That's so, so, you know, screaming can be used for pain management here in this example, although others around you may not appreciate very much. Uh, it's an interesting area that's kind of still being studied. Okay, so what part of the brain are we talking about? Yeah, so the body has two basic modes, right? It has um, rest and digest or fight or flight. Okay. This, this allows us to respond to you know, a whole host of changing environments and accidents. And pain here is a signal that encourages us to rest and digest. Mm-hmm. However, if we face immediate danger, then the body will create natural painkillers that temporarily relieve the pain. Since our brain is now telling our body that it needs to be in fight or flight mode. So essentially, it's like, hey, no more resting and digesting now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and when we scream, right, we can activate our fight or flight response mode. Actually, many warrior cultures use screaming to prepare for battle. This will make way more sense as a way of activating the body's natural painkillers. I see. So um, the observed pain lessening effect occurs Mm -hmm. when um, the scream induces a fight or flight response and Mm -hmm. then your brain can't process the um, perception of pain, (laughs) essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a survival mechanism, you know? Like the fight or flight response is like a great innovation in the human body. Hmm. Uh, and kind of screaming to manually invoke it to reduce the pain, uh, that's, that's how our body evolved to. So Surely there must be other things going on as well where you're warning other people and you know, mm, that's part mm-hmm. of evolutionary history as well. That's, yeah, totally. That's definitely a part of it. So uh, depending on the context... Uh, screaming can also be intended as a signal to others, right? Humans are social creatures, and our brain chemistry uh, that feels pain, uh, it actually feels pain more strongly when we feel disconnected. So physical pain here is such a personal thing, and it's natural that the experience of it also triggers a feeling of disconnection, which is also painful. So screaming as a signal to others could lead to social rewards that in themselves kind of trigger natural painkillers. Okay, that makes sense. Surely this is a, a universal trait, not just in humans, but also other animals too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humans are definitely not the only animal that does this. It's pretty common. It's a, it's a good evolutionary, evolutionary adaptation in these herd and social animals because it alerts others that a member of their group has been injured, right? This, this might mean that the rest of the group is in danger, or if not, that one of the group needs assistance, uh, note that babies and young children are much more likely to make a lot of noise when they're in pain. Uh, hmm. They're most likely in need of adult assistance. Makes sense. Um, other animals are like rabbits. You know, rabbits actually emit a really horrifying scream if mm. injured by a predator. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. Suppose like a, like a fox gets a hold of the bunny, screams out loud. If a bobcat hears the fuss, it will want to check the situation out, and suddenly a doomed rabbit 
has at least a chance to get away as the two predators can then argue uh, and kind of you know, create a distraction. But uh, rabbit screams are pretty freaky. I've heard them a few times. Hmm. So here's an adjacent question. But when you see some athletes or tennis mm-hmm. players I'm thinking about now, when yeah. they, they grunt when they hit the ball, yeah. uh, what's going on there? Yeah, yeah, it's like a meme now. Um, grunting when you strike the ball, believe it or not, it generates more power. So players naturally inhale before striking the ball to stabilize their core. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then exhale when striking the ball. That's the, that's the athletic movement. And when you exhale, simply by relaxing, you risk losing control of your support, right? You lost that kind of core support in your body. So players are actually taught to forcefully exhale. And the easiest way of telling someone to do that is teaching them to vocalize it. That way, if they do not exhale correctly, you can kind of immediately tell. And I think there was a Mythbuster study that showed that uh, cursing can also help reduce pain. Um, that does I, sound like a Mythbusters episode. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's pretty related to, to screaming. You can look it up on YouTube. We should do that. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review here at ELI5. We've got a bunch of great content coming out every week, and we'd love to hear what you think. You can contact us at ELI5thepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, enjoy your week.